But it is August 2nd. We're Let's here go. Monday, another beautiful Monday here at uh, a bar. Because <laughs> I will not shout them out until they sponsor us. Waiting for the sponsorship, baby. Give us Let's some go. damn pretzels. My name is Carl Anderson. I have Clayton Williamson here, Josh Bailey, Tyler Jensen, and a very, very special guest, Clint Navarro. Happy to have Thank him. I ain't seen that dude in like three years. Let's I used to go. call his brother Spicy Chicken. I don't know why. It's some <laughs> stupid shit, chicken. you know? <laughs> anyway, got a good good topic list up today. We'll talk about a little bit of Olympics. Um, Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC. Wow. Madden rankings, where JV stacks up in that, that measure. <laughs> and a local hometown boy in the Olympics getting bronze medal. Let's go. So, our first topic today... Simon ba- Simone Biles, excuse me. God damn. <laughs> wait, wait, Simon Biles. Go, go ahead and have we're, another margarita. We're yeah, going we'll, there, we'll, right? we'll yeah. edit that. Don't let, me, let me put a little disclaimer in here. We did do our very first margarita review. If you think of a place we should go, know somewhere we ought to go, go check it out. It we will up. be there. Drunk at a Bucket, at Drunk on a Bucket, Instagram. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Comment. In the Acadiana region. I'll travel anywhere in Louisiana Let's for a go. good margarita. Yeah. Wait, hold on, hold We're on. We're actually going to Houston this We're weekend. We're going to, to Houston this weekend, so. And I have a margarita snob, so. Yeah. Let's go. But only frozen. Nobody likes that on the rocks. Come on, I, man. I agree. I, it's a freaking summer, man. Okay, can we, can we. Here we go. Divulge into this a little bit? Like, why not, uh, why frozen versus on the rocks? Hey, look, if I wanted to. If I wanted to drink tequila and lime juice and a little bit of water uh, that's what i would do okay i want a little bit of frost in my drink bro. you know what i'm okay. saying I, I agree i mean what, it, it's, what, it's the perfect thing especially during the summertime that and a good daiquiri like you can't pass that up what if i would say that frozen what if i would say frozen is a little bit more like feminine than uh, that's fine i've been called worse by better <laughs> oh, 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 damn. next i mean I, okay like, I, I usually agree with it. i mean i I usually like the frozen, but just lately, you know, I've been drinking more tequila drinks, and because uh, you get no, it, it, it is. I, the the frozen just bloats me a little bit more, you know. I'm, I don't look, know. Look, guys, I, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm, I'm so butthurt by that comment by Tyler. I think we just need to move on. I'm in rare form right now. Just don't test me. We'll, we'll save we'll, we'll save the rest for the uh, review comments. Yes, please. I will please slap you with my purse, man. Like, <laughs> and look, look I, I, I'll be the first one to talk about Simone Biles. Um, you know, it was kind of a conversation we had. I, I think I think a big thing it was a big controversial topic amongst a bunch of people, right? And yep. for us not to, you know, dive too much into it, um, kind of what I told y'all, I think a year ago today, I would have said that she was selling her country out, right? And so just things I've become aware of in the last year without going too much into all that, I would say that I hope she's gotten the help she needs. I, I'm sure y'all saw today, she, she is going to participate in the BEAM, individual oh, yeah. BEAM. Um, mm-hmm. She's kind of revealed what she was going through. I, you know, I don't know enough about it, but basically it was like the yips in baseball. Um, it, it was a mental block she was having, and so in gymnastics, that's, that's very dangerous, right? And so that's kind of what she was talking about. But like I said, like I think for me it's been I just hope she gets the help she gets. And everyone can have their own opinion. You know, kind of like I told you all, like I feel bad for the people maybe who didn't get their opportunity in the Olympics that could have qualified and some of the individual things and whatever. But at the end of the day, she's probably the greatest gymnast in United States history, right? And so you just hope that she's getting. She, you hope she's getting the the mental help she you know she needs. And and I know part of the conversation was she's she's put the goat on the back of her 
whatever it is, shirt, leotard, whatever it is. So she's kind of brought some of that on herself. But like I said, at the end of the day, you you hope that for everyone that they're getting any necessary help they need. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, I don't blame her whatsoever. The biggest thing that I have with it is that you can't claim to be the GOAT and get on the biggest stage of the world, at least for a gymnast, right? And say, hey, the pressure's too much. And look, don't get me wrong. If you have mental health issues, there's no no problems with getting help or talking to people because I, I strongly encourage that. It all comes in into full circle when you claim a higher status, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. I, think, I think that's where I don't have a problem with it. I just think that I guess the little bit that tugs at me is that fact that you, you say and you embrace the fact that you are the greatest of all time and then get to that stage and, and kind of bow out. Again, yeah. I don't know what she's dealing with. I don't want to say I'm in her shoes or anything like that. It's just from the outside looking in, here's a, a man who can't do a cartwheel's judgment. You know what I mean? <laughs> so just take pun, it. Take, pun intended. Pun take, intended. Take it. Hold on. Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, you know it, it's funny. This conversation kind of hits hits home for me. Um, I have an older brother. His name is his name is Jonathan, and him and I had a really like in depth conversation. It was probably over several beers. And uh, I was like, man, I feel I feel so much softer as an individual, like comparing compared to him, compared to my dad, right? So essentially, my generation compared to my dad's generation, he's such a hard man, right? He's worked his whole life, he's uh, worked with his hands his whole life, and I was like, man, I feel like I feel like almost a letdown simply because I'm not as tough as he is, right? And so what he told me was, it, it'll stick stick with me to this day. He said, uh, he's like, look. He's definitely a tougher man mentally, but when it comes to emotionally, he has no clue. And he didn't mean that in disrespect, because my dad is a fantastic dad, right? But he says, Josh, at just in, in terms of intelligence, right? And once again, no disrespect to any older generation. Intelligence can be, you know, just in terms of like in, going into space, or it can be emotional intelligence. I would say that's the biggest thing for Simone is that she was emotionally intelligent enough to say, hey, I screwed up, I know I'm not at the top of my game, and I need to take a step back. Now, is it disappointing? Disappointing as shit, right? Yeah. But you gotta be able to take that scrutiny and be able to bounce back. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited of what she's done and that she's actually gonna compete again. She had to take a couple steps back, several flex, let's go get it, let's go get a W. And, I mean, you look at the fact that who she is, like, that, that takes some, I hate to use the word bravery, but does, yeah. to, to do that, right? Because she knows the scrutiny is going to be there, right? Yep. And, you know, I, I don't know that we're ending the conversation right here, but this is, you know, a personal thing for me. Like, I would say if you're anyone that's listening to this and you have any sort of issues, like, I, I think that you need to reach out to someone, right? Like, yeah, I think yeah. I think we've all dealt with it at, at some point. Um, I, I don't want to say depression, but, you know, just anything Andy. like that, right? Yeah, I, think, I think the point you made about past generations – I know we had that conversation, maybe the first pod that we never published, is that, you know, it's 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 different. It's, it's come to light to, to what, you know, what people are exposed to now. And it's something that I bring up a lot, like, with kids. Like, it's, it's okay if you're a male to talk about it. Like, I think we all, at some point, need to talk about struggles we're going through something, right? And it, it's, people look at it as a form of weakness and look at it as being soft, but is it really? Like, if you can talk about that... To me, that's the opposite of being soft. Like, it takes a real man to do that, right? We were talking about, um, what's her name? 
Lon- London. London. Yeah. She was talking about how she's never like guys haven't opened doors and all that. Like Bro. that's being a man, right? Yeah. Like that that's that's right. the complete opposite of what kids are told as to what a man is. So to do those things, to better talk about their feelings, like they don't understand that's what really being a man is. And I think as more of this stuff comes to light, I think how much more enlightened we all can be to this. Because like I like I said a year ago, I knew a whole lot less than I know right now no this doubt. second. No doubt. Just from you know events that have that have impacted my own life. And I know we're all in different places in that. But I think we all become more aware based upon the things that have happened. So maybe Simone Biles' situation will make other people more aware of, of the stigma, of the issue. And I don't want to get into a whole rant about this. I know I have a little bit. But I don't want, you know, I, I think that we just all need to be aware of it and maybe cut her a little slack, you know? Yeah. Mm, good and point. I, absolutely. Look, I look at it from a few different angles. So, I mean, for one, I mean, so she's the best gymnast in the world. But they were the judges were going to stop judging her at a certain point for the difficult uh, moves that she was doing. They weren't going to give her those extra points that she deserved. So, and part of it's to level the playing field. But why? What's the word? Why? Kind of why punish her for you know being a better yeah scrutinizer you right? know. Yeah, yeah. Why, why not give her what she deserves? You're saying in that? being, being like the top dog, and yeah. then like well, so no, up. no one could do the moves that she was doing, and so, but they didn't give her more points for that. Mm. But they gave everybody else the same points for. It, you, it's you, it's you, kind of a weird deal where, yeah. I think that's part of what played into her mental health, the goat status, all that. But I don't know. It, it uh, also the good side of it is it, it let other people shine through. You know. A lot of other U.S. teammates won the gold medals, won other medals. And uh, so, I mean, it just, she wasn't up there on the podium, and they got to shine. You know, and somewhat being, uh, you know, kind of poking at your side here, I'd also say the if you consider yourself the GOAT, I think this is going to, I'm going to piggyback off you, Carl. If you consider yourself the GOAT, you should be the one to take down. So when you do screw up, it should be scrutinized because you are the best, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think that that's the controversy here, right? She is the best that exists, and she opted out. And I think that's the controversy. So we can be super empathetic, because empathy is the word, is the key here. Empathy is everything. So and to, to your point, you know, um, Clayton, and to your point, Tyler, like, it's about empathy and trying to put yourself in her shoes, right? Just not mentally being there and having, like, you know, no, guys, look, I'm going to take a step back. I respect that. But in terms of the competitive nature, I'm like, uh, I don't know, guys. Fuck that. I'm ready to like, I'm ready to chew somebody up. So it, it, I understand why it's controversial, which is good. But look, at the end of the day, I support her. I support yeah. people who struggle with with mental illness, right? And they do need to get help. Um, but it, but also we need to understand there's always going to be competitiveness, right? And we just got that's what keeps athletes in in jobs. At, at the hey. end of the day. You can be the greatest of all time, but it's when you embrace that role moniker is when you become more heavily scrutinized. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And that point. I think that's the thing that is causing some of this uh, animosity to order. Yeah. It's not so much just that, like, as a general consensus, people say you are the greatest of all time. She's embraced that role. Again, the goat on the leotard, the, you know, toward the haters, right? It's her saying, yes, I am. I'm going to embrace it. That is who I am. And so being that, embracing that, causes a lot more scrutiny because you're held to now a higher standard because 
not only is that the general consensus, but you also think that. Absolutely. And so when you think that, boom, hey, bowing out isn't an option. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Good Look, point. another another good thing though is she did stay there and cheer on her teammates throughout you know the whole process no after, and that 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 shows a lot in her as well. But no doubt. Well, I mean, you know, I, I will say. You know, on a on a different note, maybe Olympiad, Olympiad type discussion. Anybody saw JB's uh, pictures of him throwing out the first pitch at the um, the little World Series going on over there at the Sports Complex? I mean, I did. He he might, he might have been the best one in the group. I, I'll say that. <laughs> Hold on, can't all get, over Facebook. All over. <laughs> you, you know, he had his glasses on. I made sure to it like was, every post, every picture, just to you. get it out there thank even you. more. You know, just spread. It was that. a very sunny day and it was hot. It was a hot day. So first off, let, let me give a shout what out. What was the catcher's gear? Fresh white. Where was my? Shoes. Yeah, where was your catcher's gear? Oh, I didn't have it. Sorry. <laughs> not, not, not for this game. You should have been catching the first. Yeah, dude, I would have been pumped to do that. I really live in my memories here. Let me here. just a sidebar. JB is an all USA <laughs> catcher. He actually he made the USA um, under yeah, eighteen dude, team. Dude, please. He, he, he turned down an invitation. On. Tyler, you coached at, at Patterson for a little bit, right? Uh -huh. We all know if I'm a catcher at Patterson High School, I'm probably not going many places. Hey, right? as a as a twelve year old, he used to catch bullpens for Randy Johnson. Okay? So, like, <laughs> Greg Maddox <laughs> once said he was the best bullpen catcher he's ever had. He JB said, was eight. He frames it like a son of a bitch. Okay, you know and, wait, hold on. He doesn't, all... he doesn't first pitch it very well, but that's okay because Demi Bagby did it way better. Dude, you she, did well, not backflip, split, throw that ball. I don't give a shit that it was a ball. She could have threw it in a fucking stance. Like, it didn't make hold a on. shit to me. You know For, I mean? First off, as soon as I saw the video, I followed her on IG. I'm like, follow, let's go. The athleticism on this chick was absolutely amazing and stunning. Astounding. Astounding. Thank you, Clayton. That I'm just – how do you, how do you like, pretend to pitch, do a backflip, do a toe touch that hits your ears, and then split at the same time. Somebody probably saw it. it I mean, yeah. They, they should. Right, better the ball. Yeah. <laughs> they, they should. Okay, can, can I take a quick second and give a shout-out to Leadership Youngsville and that whole group? They sponsored us? They're not. Yeah. <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet. And, and Mayor Ritter, right, for putting on a great event. Right. Shout-out shout to Logan Lanouf. At Destination Disney, <laughs> my boy. Are they a sponsor? Yeah. No, who no. get my hey. next Disney trip? Hey, yes, let's hey. go. Hey, he was—he was, he was a good Disney guest, people. man. No, right. no, hold on. Let me give you guys a little, like what we're doing. Even though it's very small scale right now, who knows where it's going to be? He straight up told me on on whatever day we met that he ordered equipment. He's doing a podcast upon his business. Right? Oh, He's going to talk about Destination Disney. No shit. He has like the mics. He has everything. He actually paid somebody to do an intro for him. It's like a professional Dang. guy. He, he let me listen to him. Yeah. So we've got we some like Carl we've got some bootleg <laughs> shit, bro. No, it's okay. Hey, it's this is natural. This Authentic. just comes natural. Authentic. Thank you, sir. But anyway, at the end of the day, shout out to Youngsville Leadership. Awesome, awesome group of people there. But um, man, it was it was a really great honor to be in this event. It was smaller than normal because of COVID concerns, right? But, uh, you know, Youngsville Sports Complex is top-notch, and uh, the people there were supporting their team. It was a really, really great event, and uh, just really excited to be a part of it. Listen, when, when Ken Ritter retires as the mayor of Youngsville, y'all vote for JB. 
<laughs> He's going to run. I would vote for Clayton. I actually, I actually oh, saw it like raise like five million dollars or something for the area. Yeah, all these World Series they hosted. Yes. Yeah. So, so actually, awesome. a part of the leadership um, class that we went through. So we do one class a month for like eight nine months, and they they brought someone in from the parish to talk about what sports tourism brings to the area, and literally one event that's like the Pony uh, World Series. Brings like almost a million dollars okay, wait, in out. money to this area, to Youngsville. That's all great. And I'm going to have a contrary opinion. Because yes. that's what I do. Right? Yeah, please. Let's go. And I'll have a response. When you go and you'll have your next leadership Youngsville meeting, can you ask Ken Raider, who lives in my neighborhood, by the way. I don't really know big the Big timer, big timer. No. <laughs> he has a nice house. I have a small house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, ask him. My tax dollars paid for the sports complex, but yes, I got. I have to pay to rent the field to use it. How does that work? Because you were a, a uh, travel team. Doesn't matter. I live in Youngsville. My taxes paid for the. Does, does, I don't. I don't disagree with on your team from Youngsville. Uh, probably about ninety percent. Fair. Probably about ninety percent. So we probably shouldn't talk to Mayor Ritter. We should probably talk to our boy who's in charge of the sports complex. Why are we talking about this right now? Uh, Let's transition. I'm joking. I'm joking. Fair point. No, I wanted, that, that is I, a, I wanted to no, put some contrary okay, opinions into no, that. Straight up, they talked. Sunshine pumping. You know, what they saying? they talked about a different differentiation between the travel teams and the and the. Um, what do you call it? The rec teams, right? Rec team, and that they, they want to make a differentiation between travel and rec. They'll accept rec, but rec is where the money is at, right? Travel is where you have to kind of build the program. I'm sorry. Rec is where you have to build the program. And, like, you may not have the top-notch kids. And that the biggest thing when you go to travel is that you got to know who your coaches are. That you got to know that you're investing because you're paying money. You know, you, you have to know you're investing into the right coach. Because if that coach doesn't care, he's not going to care about your kids. Yeah, right? So what's your team name? Marucci Patriots. So Marucci Patriots. By the way, y'all are investing in drunk on a bucket. Thank you. <laughs> no, we're wow. investing. Okay, hold on. Oh, what, here. Was it podcast? <laughs> was it podcast like 1.2? Like the first one we put out is how much I was giving you. Mm. You weren't. I don't think you were here. No. Was uh, it 1.2? I was giving y'all a shout out how great of dads y'all are. So no matter what story drunk on a bucket is, Carl. I see your kids. They're three beautiful kids. I know how great of a dad you are. So I have no doubts that you're a fantastic coach. Because I feel like if you're a great dad, Tyler, I would say the same thing about you, man. Great dad, great coach. It goes hand in hand. When you really think about it, this is a different topic. Coach, dad, dad, coach. I think great comparison. At the end, Tyler can maybe back me up or totally disagree with me on this point. But when you coach a team, that team becomes like your family. And if you actually give a shit about your players, they become like your kids. And what happens is you don't pull punches for your kids or anybody else's kids because they're all like your kids. Yep. And so I hate to say it because it's very cliche. At the end of the day, what I feel like is our team is more of a family than a team because yep. they become my family. They become yep. my kids. I want to protect them and I want to correct them and I want to do everything, discipline them the same way I want to correct my kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's 100%. I mean, that's, there's no better way to say it. I mean, that's what coaching is, right? It's helping raise other people's kids. I mean, it sounds stupid, <laughs> but it's the truth. I mean, even when they're older, I mean, they, you know, they talk to them when they're 25 and they're thank, more thankful than when they were 18. And that's just, that's a part of it. Hey, shout out Johnny Bravo. Johnny uh, Bravo. Johnny Bravo, baby. We didn't get him. I actually told him about this. Dude, he's let's all go. About, he's Tell all him about to come it. in. Tell him to come in. But, 
USA Baseball lost today, okay, to Japan. And so you know how I feel about USA losing lately. But it's how I don't feel that way about USA Baseball. Japan shut their professional baseball league down for the Olympics. United oh, States really? did not. Correct. I didn't know that. United States did not. So we're playing dudes that are dippity doodahs or, or guys who are not playing anymore, Wait, right? what the fuck does that mean? So the article I read, it says has-beens or has not yet Yeah, been. dudes yeah. that are dippity doodahs. Like, in other words, they are, they're nobody. And Look, the J- biggest, Japan's the playing their best was, professionals. The biggest name I saw on our team was Todd Frazier. And he's not a, nobody who signed him. Yeah. So that's why he's playing. And so in, in the United States, like, that's the best we could do right now because of what we're doing. Like, but, Bryce Harper actually said recently how much of a slap in the face it was to the American players that these guys weren't getting the opportunity to represent the flag. Like, we couldn't stop a couple weeks. And he even said, because owners were too busy worried about making money and here's the deal United States would not probably be the best team in the Olympics if everyone said their best players oh Dominican Dominican kill us all the time because a lot of their best players bring it back to David Ortiz Manny uh, you look at Tatis and some of those guys guys. they fucking kill us and and, but even those countries aren't doing that but I think the United States is holding their own you know especially in baseball I've been I've been pleasantly surprised I know they play like the winner of what Israel Dominican Republic they got a chance Mm -hmm. I would say Japan is probably the best. I've watched zero innings of baseball in the Olympics because of the timing um, and lack of give a shit, to be completely honest, because the best players aren't playing. You know, I, I, I've, I've tended to pay more attention to the other, some other sports that I know we'll talk about in a little bit. I mean, I know it's not the USA team, but the fucking Dodgers could win the Olympics right now. Oh, yeah. What a, they, no are, they are fucking stacked. Yeah. But what I think is I saw it, the, something uh, like two hundred ninety-six million dollars in payroll for the year. I mean, they are the definition of all in, and it's time for a, for a salary cap in baseball. I don't, I don't think so. No, I don't. Bullshit, bullshit. I, I don't because who won it last year? The Dodgers, right? Who they beat? Hey, this is the same guy that's really upset that Rizzo and the other <laughs> went to the Yankees. And Who's upset? You. Weren't you upset about that? No. No. Okay, I thought you were upset about. I mean, I, I don't the want. I don't want. I don't want the Cubs to fall apart because a part of me likes the Cubs because I've been to Wrigley, and if you've been to Wrigley, you kind of like the Cubs oh, yeah. a little bit. But I hate the Yankees. I do hate the Yankees. But I mean, you Can't look at last year it was the Dodgers, and I, we're getting off of MLB, but that's okay. <laughs> it was the Dodgers and the Rays, right? The Rays are the complete opposite. So it shows you you can win. That was an asterisk win last year, by the way. But it, but regardless, it, it shows you that you can win doing it the other way. You just have to be smart about it, right? If the Dodgers don't win it this year, they need to blow the whole thing up. They're not, but they need to. And they're doing, honestly, what I, w- I was hoping the Astros would do. I'm a huge Astros guy. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to trade for Chris Bryant, right? The Astros have multiple injuries right now. Bregman's hurt again, son of a bitch, right? I was hoping for a starting pitcher, something, right? And they're, they're trying to do it. They're trying to sneak by and win a World Series, right? But let's get back to the Olympics. Let's not get on Major League Baseball. Yeah, no, that, that's cool. I mean, USA softball lost to Japan in the finals. It's okay. No, it's not. I mean, it's not okay. I woke up at 6 to try and watch it. It wasn't on my TV, so, you know. They can't hit. They no, can't. I know they couldn't hit. But they played hard. Oh, they, they found, played hard. Oh, my God. They found <laughs> ways to. Our kids today, yeah. No, listen. <laughs> they found ways to win throughout the whole pool play. Let's talk talk about Kat Austin. She's 38 and she goes 2-0 and 
zero it, run. She, she needs to be done. Zero yard. She's she still, I mean, she shut everybody down, though. Not Japan. What? Not Japan. She, she, she didn't pitch against him. Oh, well, that's that's our coach's fault, then. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> She's 38, but she needs to be done. She'd be 42 years old. She was, the, she was the best pitcher on our roster. Well, you're right. She doesn't <laughs> hit, so you need to find better hitters. Yeah. That's, I mean. Can I tell you, our travel team plays Jenny Finch. Yeah, you told me. And that, that broad looks like she could go out and pitch for USA today. She should. She probably could. She could. She should. I she think that's what Kat Osterman has proven. They're like, they could still do it. That's she, good. She pitches to eight-year-olds like some bitch. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm – Give I'm, right. Oh, dude, right down the pipe. I, I, haven't hit, I haven't hit the fact that I don't like the United States losing. Oh, no. Women's Absolutely. soccer today. I mean, you know, we're not even going to get into the controversy with them, whatever. But they, they lost to Canada. First time right? in 20 years. Canada. Canada play soccer? Anybody know that? Hey, Canada's on the up and up, bro. Oh, Canada. So, run no. It, no, it's running through the six with my wolves, bro. Like, they, they run it, bro. They getting it. All right? That's a bad loss. It's a bad loss. It's an embarrassment. And you know, loss. one thing I heard during that game, I think this was the third out of fifth game that the U.S. has played in the Olympics that they haven't scored in yeah. regular time. Yeah. I heard a thing today. They, they, they picked names instead of, like, the right people. Like, it was slow. There's going to be a lot of names. There's going to be a lot of names of people that aren't going to be on the next Olympic team just because of their name, right? They're just slow. Their their, their time is past. It's time to move on, you know. And I don't know. Hope Solo needs to come back and be their husband, up, bro. Like that's what that that soccer team had, freaking skunk, bro. Like spunk, not skunk, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? That's what you meant. That's what I meant. Skunk or spunk, whatever you want to call it, bro. But outside of that, Oklahoma and Texas. Before we trend, let's go to a good story for the the Olympics. Let's end the uh, Olympic uh, note on a good story. You got Vernon Tootie Norwood, uh, class of 2011 at Morgan City High. Started running track junior year in high school. He's won multiple uh, NJC. CAA National Championships for uh, South Plains College, four times national champion at LSU, and now helped the uh, USA co-ed 4x4 team win the uh, bronze medal. That's awesome, man. What a what a good story. I'm happy he got to go out and do it because I know there was some controversy about him actually getting to the Olympics. Yeah. Um, glad he qualified and got to go out there and do his thing. What a, what a huge story for the Tri-City, which, by the way. The Tri-City, baby. And he's a good dude, too. Yeah, yeah. Good dude. Such awesome. a good dude. I don't think we've ever covered this, but all of us here today, including Clint, are from the Tri-City area. It's how, Ooh, we, know, right. it's how we know each other. Morgan City, Berwick, Patterson. Bayou Vista, Bayou bro. Vista's don't, kind of don't, That's right. We got the whole country. Hey, don't, don't disrespect the DV, bro. I'm saying it. It's gone down in recent years, but... When I come up, it was a beautiful <laughs> place to live. <laughs> we were there. No, we it it <laughs> hey, we we're, were not getting into that. Maybe <laughs> athletically, it really has. I don't know. Clint and I were there this weekend for the alumni tournament. Things were great, bro. So it's all good. It's all That's good. It. But back to the real story about about uh, you know Vernon. I mean, great dude. Always walking around smiling, like oh, nicest yeah. guy you can meet. I mean, uh, doesn't take himself too serious. No, no. no I mean, because he should. He should though. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and uh, I mean, I, honestly, I, so I, I was a year ahead of him. I didn't realize how good he was in high school. I, he didn't start running until my senior year. So after that, I had no clue. And then all of a sudden, he's running for LSU. And 
that's when I started paying attention to him. And yeah. He basically just just missed the Olympics last uh, last round because of uh, I think like a DQ. He he touched the inside of the line on his lane and got disqualified. Like or, or that was maybe the world championships or something. So he. It was, it, was, it was some bullshit. If you ever uh, want to talk about dumb rules, we can got, have a whole pot about it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know? The inside of your fucking land. Don't Come even on. give me stuff. But no, I mean, he, hey, he made it back this year, and uh, he, he helped the uh, you know, co-ed 4x4 uh, team win the bronze medal. I mean, Freaking awesome. Yeah. yeah he represented. Oh, yeah. That's what you call a winner. Let's hey, go. Let's quick. go. That's it. Vernon, if you listen, bro, I don't really know you personally, but come on the pod, bro. Please. Don't tell us your yeah. Olympic on. story, it's, bro. The floor hey, is yours. Hold on, we, we got a t-shirt, we got a koozie, whatever you want, Vernon. The, we got the, you. Hey, we got your tab. And listen, yeah. I, I'll Beer, tell you this. You this is a guy. He he still never forgot where he's from. You know, he yeah. still goes back to Morgan City all the time. Family there, everything. He goes meet with the uh, principals and mayor, everything. You know, it, dude's just great guy all around. Awesome story, man. That also local Morgan Lalu. In the pole vault. Absolutely. I think she's uh, competing for the finals here. Coming up pretty soon. Yeah. That's, that's, that's I'm gonna correct. Might hit her up on IG, see if she wants to come on the pod. You know what I mean? Olympics version. Yeah, Olympics yeah. version. You got to wear USA shit. We just ain't going to say shit. We're just going to open it up and say, tell us about your tell sex about the on the cardboard beds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Live in the car. Yeah, but, he, but the U.S. opted out of spending their, their uh, times there. So they actually went and the, got like nice The gymnasts did, but I don't know. Did the whole Olympic team? I think the team? whole U.S. Olympic team did. I know that the gymnast team did for sure. Just speaking of scared of sex, um, Texas and Oklahoma are actually talking about joining the SEC. And my throw in there is, is, that, is that Texas saying <laughs> Texas saying Texas A&M. I'm out now. Wait, no, no, no. They were done getting that shaft, so they left, and now they're about to get it again. That's exactly what you were going to say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of curious. Texas A&M. I'm so scared of taking it from Texas. You're pissed, huh? Yeah, I'm pissed. Anyway. A&M ran from Texas and Oklahoma, That's the whole matter deal. of fact. They, they, that was, and now they're back. They ran from so, – so oh, dad, daddy's back. But hey, daddy. <laughs> we might edit that up. Anyway. On a, <laughs> no, sir. On a, so, actually, something I saw today, besides Texas and Oklahoma, I saw something today that – Is it sexually related? No. <laughs> Florida State and, and um, Florida State and Clemson, supposedly behind the scenes, have reached out to the SEC like very recently what? about wanting to join. The SEC has questions about allowing them in, about what value they would bring to the conference. Because if you really look at it, Clemson just recently has brought value. Florida State hadn't brought value in a long time. They've been bad at football in a long time. And the question has been what since, type? Since crab legs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you're, no, you're exactly right. And so. What value would they actually bring? I think Clemson and Florida State would both bring value. The whole, the whole thing with, with Florida State is Florida's there, right? And, and I know with A&M, Texas, you know, that, that's the same thing. But I think for the SEC, like, I don't really know how much value Texas, uh, Florida, a, uh, Florida State would actually bring. I think Clemson would bring some value. Yeah, no, I do, especially yeah. with their it's brand top, today. Yeah, top yeah. Every yeah. Year. You know, and, 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 and I know the conference program. acts like they acts like they look at everything. They don't. They look at football, right? Florida State still has a name, but Florida State's name 
has completely been laughed at, right? And in, in for years. Downhill. Right? You know, since Bowden really I mean well, Jimbo, I guess. But yeah, even Jimbo. Jimbo's time was was up and down. But back to Texas and Oklahoma, look, it's good for money. I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be a, a real wake up call for both of those schools. I, I don't understand it from a, a simple getting into the playoff perspective. I know college athletics are fueled by money, and I understand that completely, okay? But from simply getting into the playoff, it makes no sense for Texas and Oklahoma, okay? Because Oklahoma's in every year. Like, we already know this year, Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, and Ohio State will be the four teams in the playoff, okay? It's going to happen, right. not really. But... Shut your dirty whore mouth. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll, back up and, I'll back up and be a realist. There's a 75% chance that's the four teams in. When those teams – Hashtag o- Max Johnson. When, when, when Oklahoma moves to the SEC, their chances have gone down tremendously. Don't get me wrong. They're going to make a lot more money. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And, and that's what they're all they're worried about. Texas, that's what I think the, the, the biggest thing is. Like, that's the biggest wild card in this. Yeah. Texas is going to do one of two things. Texas, because they're in the SEC and they can use that, is going to – Bam, which I think everybody's been waiting for, which I'm still not convinced is going to happen, right? Or Texas is going to continue on their downward spiral like they've been and continue to be mediocre. Now, Texas A&M is probably the biggest loser in this. Yes. Right? Which I love every second of because they're the biggest – never mind. (laughs) I love that. And that's kind of what I was going to earlier, running running from – yeah, running from Big Brother, right? That's what they were doing. And and it it made a lot of sense for them at that point. Someone was like, well, they might run to another conference now. Oh, no, no, they won't. They're not going to run from the money, no. but it would make sense for them. See, yeah, but it's in other sports. It all opens it up to super packs, like even bigger super packs. Like, well, well, that's that's what's good. Good. that's where we're headed. Okay, yeah, but okay, what's a, what's a super pack? I don't know. He, he, Are we he, running an election? He, yeah. <laughs> no, he means a super conference, but super that's conference. where we're headed. Okay, and so it's all the same. I understand that, and it's all like, politics. And people are. It's kind of like peer pressure. Like people were scared of not being a part of something, but at the same time, like. Would Oklahoma be better off staying in the Big 12? So, I, I would say Oklahoma, like yes. <laughs> Texas, no. Why? I agree with you about Texas because they've been on kind of a downturn, a downward spiral, and I think this is their chance to either step up or go the F home, right? See, like, I disagree because Texas has always had the most money. Long, long horn network, you give it up. all that shit. They had the most money, and they couldn't do shit with it. But you but is think? okay. Sorry, is it about the money? Because USA yes. USA Soccer has had the money for a very long time, and they've been shit successful. So I would say, is it is it that or the level of competition that they play at? Because well, I would say the tech the Longhorns right now they have the opportunity to play in the SEC, the best conference in college football. So this look, I'm not saying they're going to be the best. What I'm saying is that. Do they? Will they be the best? Are they going to step up? Or are they going to fail? It's no, yeah. it's all college athletics is a whole lot different than U.S. men's soccer. Okay? I say apples and avocados. All, all the like, he's exactly fucking different. <laughs> no, because one's concerned about making money, and U.S. Good. men's soccer is what isn't right. So the Yankees have spent the most money, and they've been mostly irrelevant for most of our lifetime, right? right. Yep. So. It's not the same thing because colleges, they really just care about making the almighty dollar. Like, we're, we're dealing with a pandemic right now. LSU announced the other day 70,000 season tickets. The stadium holds 100, 103, whatever. So it is about the dollar. And like he said, the, the Longhorn Network was like, they were controlling that whole conference. 
So tell me how much money they're about to make in the SEC. And they're willing to give up their own network. Their own network to join another conference. But doesn't that say what? something, though? What, what does that say? Then what about Mike making money? So you're saying that the Longhorn Network was not successful enough. So they, they got to go they're gonna more, make but they're going to make money. even more. Yeah. They're going to make more money than oh, their yeah. own but conference. So, oh, yeah. yeah. But, so the but why? Because they're not winning. So they need that higher level of no, competition. Big, yeah, Big 12 but, was like the red you also yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you also have to think Are you going to watch LSU in Texas or Texas and Texas Tech? Or LSU Kansas Texas. State. Right. Yeah, right. 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 That's, a better, that's a better example. And I think the SEC should go after some kids in the Big 12, but that's another story. But listen, so you also have to look at it, uh, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, it, the NIL. I mean, Texas – They've always had yeah. the most money. Fair. Now they're coming into the SEC. It's going to make them even more money. Yeah. And then NIL, I mean, fuck. Who knows what's going to happen now? The Bills are I actually mean, talking about moving to Austin. I don't know if y'all saw oh that. Oh, my. Really? Didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Let's go. I did see that. Yeah. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Be- we'll, we'll be- no, yeah, because, because of the, uh, yeah, the, the stadium. Fu- who the fuck wants to live in Buffalo anyway? Well, it's because they want the taxpayers to pay for a stadium. They want the stadium. So and the because, people don't want to pay for it. Yep. Oh, because, Austin's a perfect place because that's like the most liberal place in Texas. They'll pay for anything. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, but still, think, think about think about what Las Vegas is doing. Buffalo's right? going to pay for it. Yeah, yeah, but think about what Las Vegas is doing with attracting teams, right? Um, I mean, why wouldn't Austin want to attract a team? It's a oh, it's a blowing up economy, blowing up city. So why wouldn't you want a professional I, I, team? I don't I don't know that Austin's the right place for a professional team. Though. Mm. Tell me more. Because they're going to okay. get way too high and not end up going to the game. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be playing the bongo naked yeah. like yeah. my boy Matthew McConaughey. I, it's, it's a strange place. Or like my yeah. boy J.D. Keep Austin weird, baby. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Which, by the way, I heard they were renaming Patterson's football stadium. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I also, heard that he got a, I, also, I also heard that he got a 99 on the Madden ratings. That's what I heard. <laughs> I did hear that. Especially I with mean, good looks. Yeah. With a hat on. Without a hat, it's like 97. Wait, no, no. It's the, backwards, <laughs> no, it's, it's the backwards hat, dog. Backwards, backwards, backwards hat. Backwards yeah, let's, hat. Let's get it right. Let's get it right. All right. So, backwards hat is 99. Frontwards hat is like a 96. And no hat is like a 94. No, I would say 89. Damn, bro. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man. If there's one thing you got to understand is that some people are into the bald is beautiful. Some people are not. No, so, you have like two that. different, you know, yeah. oppositions. But I'm embracing it, you know. I would say any, anyone who's going through any adversity in their life, Shave just embrace head. it, baby. Let's go. Shave your oh, head. Let's oh, go. Man, I, I took that a different way. <laughs> well, back, back to the Madden conversation, right? Like, the, the, the new Madden's coming out. They just updated all the rankings. What do you guys think of the rankings, right? I would say the biggest thing. Let's take a look at the 99s, right? Club 99. Wow. Is this is this all all about the hype? What do you guys think? Who was missing out? Who's in it? Do you guys agree? I'm just looking at Open it. Open it up. Aaron huh? Donald, no doubt. Yep. Patrick Mahomes, no doubt. Jalen Ramsey, debatable. Debatable for sure. I, I don't I don't think he's anywhere near a 99. I don't even know that he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Devontae Adams, I mean, that's... Very debatable, but solid player. I was actually hoping when he was... His contract issue was going on, and didn't know what Aaron Rodgers was going to do. Was hoping the Saints would find a way to trade for him. But anyway, oh my God! Um, Travis Kelsey, good player. Don't know he's at ninety nine. Not a ninety nine. No. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, really good player. Don't know about a ninety eight. Miles Garrett, if he's not hitting quarterbacks with helmets and stuff, um, <laughs> he's probably more like a ninety to ninety three to me. Tyreek Hill's pretty damn good. He's, he's good, but is, but is that is he a ninety eight worth? Though? No, no, he's just fast. Yeah, he's a cheetah. He's just fast. I mean, Zach Martin's a guy. I, I mean, you know, it's, it's all debate. Hold on. Let, let's give a shout-out to Zach. 
for being a 98 and being the only offensive lineman that's in the like the top 90. I saw too. Ryan Ramchick from the Saints was like 89. Right. That's Dude, crazy. That's, that's crazy. Is, that's they they crazy. had Armstead at like a 94. Armstead or something like that. Armstead's a good player. He is. I would say Ramchick's a better player. They're they're interchangeable to me. To but me, they're both 95-ish. Armstead gets hurt too much. He does, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Ramchick is the dude. Ramchick is that offensive line. Uh, oh. Mike Thomas. Oh, Gim ankle ass. 46. Like, what the fuck? How you have surgery in fucking July? Bro? Don't want to talk about it. All right. We, well, can, can, but, we, can we save this for another? We're going to have a football special. Yeah, we should. <laughs> but right. Since you that. touched about him, I think it was what Chad Ochocinco said, hey, y'all don't even have to pay me. Just like give me like a company uh, car company car and a place to stay, and yeah. I'm better than anybody else Dude, anyways. that motherfucker is older. Shit, he's bro. older than he's me, bro. He can, I bet you I mean, can play. He'll always. I mean, I'm sure. what they got? No. Hey. He's still like the fastest. Dude, they they have the worst. Oh yeah. I'm not making it for this. I'm about to say we can't we can't. They have the worst wide receiver court in the NFL. Here's here's yeah. the deal. Here's the deal. Call them right now. So what is our record issue? Hey, wait. Hold on nope. one second. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Come out. Come out. Call Chad Ocho Cinco right now. I will race him in a 40 yard dash while Tyler competes with JJ Reddick in a three point shoot. Let's go. <laughs> I got a better chance against JJ than you do against Absolutely. Ocho Cinco. I would definitely, oh, I don't know. Shit. I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree with Carl, that. Oh shit. Carl, I will lose how much 100 out of 100 times. You will lose 101 out of 100 times. That's not possible. So I'll take exactly that. Exactly my point. I'll take that bet. You owe me. Whatever okay. it is, I'll take it. Okay, can we can we circle back to the ratings here really, really yeah, quick? I'm, I'm going to circle this back. One thing to note is that the freaking Kansas City Chiefs have like three people in the top 99 or 98, right? So does that say something about the team or does that say something about the individuals in their positions? Because we, we already we already talked about Travis Kelsey and like he's a he's a 99, but is he a 99 because he's that great? Or is he because he's a 99 because he's that great at being a tight end? No, his quarterback's Patrick Mahomes. Well, I think, I think also you got to look at the tight end crowd in the NFL. Not that great. And, and he's probably up there with the best of them. Right. His quarterback's so, Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Well, there ain't no doubt. Tyler, what'd you say again? His quarterback's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I would be at 86 with Patrick Mahomes. I, mean, <laughs> I want to slap you so hard. <laughs> like, why? Because you say you could beat JJ Reddick in a three. No, point you don't. Out. You know I'm not being serious. But his quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. Gronk. Gronk is not that good, but Tom Brady and him are like big butt buddies, right? So he's good because he plays with Tom Brady. Right. So Kelsey so, is a whole lot better because he plays with Patrick Mahomes. And they just don't give a fuck. Marcus Colson wouldn't have been that great. He played with Drew Brees. Good player. Wouldn't have been that great. He played with Drew Brees. Just saying. Mm. I don't know. Jeremy Shockey. He was 110. Played tight end for the Saints. All pro. He was I love Jeremy Shockey, bro. He was hey, not he was, 110. He was, yeah, he he was like the badass before he, he got yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was not badass. <laughs> he was an asshole that people liked. He was not. I don't know. One of my favorite Saints is Kyle Turley when he ripped off the Jets helmet. I was player. there. Ooh, I was there. You were there. I was at the game. Bruh. Top five moments of my life. I love that shit. Hey, it's so awesome. Fierce competitor, bro. You gotta love oh that shit. Gosh, you know you what I mean? You gotta love it. So, so here's the thing. Do do we? Last question. And do we do we feed into the Madden hype? No. Right. That's the real question. Do no. we feed into no. these rankings? I mean, look. Some of these guys, like they take this serious, right? This has been a very like I feel like viral thing. Seen it on social media a ton. They get like what prizes if they get in a 99 club or whatnot. They get, they get Michael like Thomas this, took it seriously and answered. They get like this uh, suitcase <laughs> with like a They get a suitcase, that kind of shit. stuff, right? So, just, you know, so obviously we don't believe in the hype, but 
I would say I would say this much, right? Where you know, I feel like this is kind of the end of the pod. I feel like it's a it's 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 a good episode to kind of end this way. We are a couple things coming in the in the making. Margarita reviews. Watch out for that. That'll be coming out very soon. We're going to continue to add, do that. Add drunk on a bucket. Add on drunk on a bucket on IG. IG. You know it. And then secondly, I would say we are going to Houston to see Astros games this weekend. So we may or may not have a special episode. That's well to be determined really quick. It may be live from Minute Maid Park. It may be live. And if there's a kid screaming, I'm sorry. <laughs> In <laughs> advance. In advance. But I would say, guys, like, what a, what a great time. Oh, what a great time. It, it always is. I, I will say this, too, and one thing to add what JB said, we're going to have something football-related coming up as we can, you know, as camp gets going, colleges get going. You know, we, we don't want to jump the gun like with Miles Brennan hurting his left shoulder. What the fuck is that about? But anyway, <laughs> we'll, 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 it's something we'll discuss later. That motherfucker was fishing, son. He was drunk. <laughs> 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 fishing, son. Hey, I've been real drunk fishing, and I ain't broke my left shoulder. Whatever the shit happened. Or nothing, right? Hey, I think it was just a—it's just a diversion. Mac Johnson was gonna win the starting spot anyway. Coach Ogeron probably tackled that motherfucker. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> ball, you ain't it, right? Hey, ball, you ain't it. You get your medical red shirt. There ain't no doubt. So, at the end of the day, this was drunk on a bucket, episode five. Oh my gosh! Episode five already, guys. Already, hey, baby, let's go. Hey, kudos to us not giving us a, a, a pack on the back. Come on. By the way, this all started as a really drunk night. Tyler said, "I think I said this on one episode one that's on air. One point one, maybe one point one or one point two. I don't remember." Tyler's dream has always been to be on the radio. Yep. This is the closest we could get, okay? So. <laughs> yeah, this is the closest we can get yet. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. If he leaves us for the radio, we fucked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you are. He's a, he's a statistician on this fucking podcast. We appreciate your presence. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this fucking dude. <laughs> anyway, thank y'all for being here. My name's Carl Anderson. I got JB. I got Clayton. I got Tyler. Best coach in America. <laughs> Clint, you didn't say much of shit, no, bro. Man. I wish you would have yeah, talked here, a little bro. more. You well, next here. time I'll I'll know the. Clint's gonna be a regular. All right? we'll be yes, a part of he it. better. All right, we're gonna send you the, the I know agenda. What we're talking about. We'll send you the agenda at 4 p.m. on Monday because that's usually <laughs> what we send. <laughs> <laughs> you got literally one hour. Wait, to study wait hold, hold on. Can, can I end it with this? Like Carl always makes the agenda, and it's super intricate and has all kind of stats. Well, Carl had a really busy day today, so I'm like, well, somebody got to step up. So here I am, stepping up, trying to make the agenda. (laughs) But Tyler almost didn't come because my agenda was that bad. No, 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 no. (laughs) Hey, when you you backed out or semi-backed out, I was like, Oh man, what are we gonna do? Hmm, I, could, we... I could probably work till seven o'clock tonight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, one last thing before we go, fuck Lonzo Ball. See you in Chicago, you bitch. <laughs>